first episode of the Low Block Podcast. My name is Hazefa, and joining me here today is the man, the myth, the legend, Hamza. How are you doing today, bro? I'm good. I'm good, obviously. Very excited. And yeah, I just can't wait. So let's get right into it. So what we'll be doing today is giving out mid-season awards in the Premier League so far. And we've made five. Uh, the first one is best player, best goalkeeper, best under-23, best manager, and best summer signing. So let's get right into it, shall we? Let's go. So our first award is going to be the best player. And take it away, bro. So for me, obviously, this one was the easiest one, like in my opinion. I think this one was the easiest player to choose out of all of the awards we're giving out today. So this one, I chose the one and only, you know, 20 games, 16 goals, his top goal scorer in the league, nine assists. So he's, he has the most assists tied with Trent Alexander-Arnold. And yeah, man, Muhammad Salah, bro. You got to give it to him, man. And like, aside from the Premier League and the Champions League, he has seven goals in six matches. So that's more goals than assists, which is just amazing. So yeah, I think Muhammad Salah this season has been like, um, it's only been half of the season already and he has more assists than he had of the whole last season. Which just shows you how much how much more unselfish he is than last year. So yeah, I think this season he's been, like you can say that he was the best player in the whole world so far. And yeah, so I think for me this one was the easiest one and I couldn't go with anyone else for this award. I've, I'm not gonna lie, I've also got Mohamed Salah. I mean, he's just been brilliant this season. And you know, he's been playing well uh, game in game out you know he's been scoring goals and he scored some amazing goals as well you know he scored again uh, one against uh, Watford and one against Manchester City as well and those two goals were amazing like I, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing you know I, I was I was excited to watch the replays you know it was just that good and Martin Tyler the one with the City game you know Martin Tyler I love Martin Tyler because of his amazing moment uh, when Aguero scored that winner, you know his him him doing that commentating was amazing as well for that goal, and Peter Drury for the Watford one, and yeah he's been amazing this season. Not just the goals and the assists, he's also got three Man of the Match awards, and October Player of the Month award as well. So that just shows you like how he fares, um, in the. How he fares in compared to the other players in the league. And yeah, he scored some bangers as well. And not just the goals, as you can, you just, you just mentioned about his assists. He's he's giving more chances and more opportunities to the likes of Mane and Firmino, right? And uh, and Diogo, Jota, yeah. Diogo Jota as well this season. He's not selfish anymore, if you know what I mean. Like last season, he was a bit selfish. You know, he tries to score more goals. He had also an incident with Mane last season as well. He said... He said in this interview I heard like today he was like it was because our t we had a lot of injuries and I had to try to get as many goals as I could and like yeah you know like I, I I try to score but if I can't score I will <laughs> assist but now I feel like it's more of if I see an, an, a way that a player can score easier than me I would give it to him yeah I've unlike, seen yeah unlike before sorry I've seen many many um, opportunities this season made by Mohamed Salah and chances created are off the roof. You know, hat trick, hat trick against United. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah, as well. So yeah, he's yeah he's he's been doing very well this season, and for me, he's up there with the best player in the Premier League. 
uh, in uh, this season so far. And not only Mohamed Salah, there are some other other players. Who do you have? Well, for me, obviously he's. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have put him like uh, instead of Mohamed Salah. But I think Bernardo Silva has been amazing. He, he's. His technical ability is just amazing. Like people compare him, I, I know it sounds weird to say, but there he's the closest thing to Messi. Yeah. In, in terms of like dribbling and everything, he's just crazy. Like you watch him, you watch him play football, and it's like like just like what a player this guy is. So yeah, I think I think he's. I would say he's the he's the closest player that would have won this award, other than Mohamed um, Salah. I think. Not only is he technically gifted, you know, he's. He's playing a position that's kind of new to him, and I know uh, Pep Guardiola. He plays this um, style where sometimes they play with a number nine, sometimes they play with a false nine, sometimes De Bruyne is playing that false nine position. So Bernardo Silva coming in, you know, playing that role, scoring goals against United. You know, he's scoring goals against I think one against Aston Villa. Amazing finish. Uh, you guys need to watch that back if you haven't. But yeah, he's scored some some amazing goals, and and uh, yeah, Bernardo Silva de definitely. In the running order, if you know we're trying to rank the best players, seven goals as well this season. Yeah, he scored seven goals, you know, and yeah, he's been playing well all round, and yeah, I think Bernardo Silva will be definitely second place. So moving on to the next award is the best goalkeeper. Now, my pick might be a bit off because he's he's a player playing in Wolves. Okay, he's eighth position. And he's Jose Saw, none other than Jose Saw. And the reason why I rate this guy so highly is because he had to sh uh, fill in the shoes of Rui Patricio. Now, you know, Rui Patricio has been yeah, amazing, amazing for Wolves the last couple of years um, uh, with Nuno as their manager. You know, he's, he's been playing really well between the sticks and he's just been amazing for them. And he's been um, um, saving shots and opportunities Left, right, and center, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, so he's coming in as a in a new league as well, in a new country. He has to adapt to the new language. I'm not sure if he speaks English or not, but, you know, he had to come and adapt. And, yeah, and he only cost 6.8 million pounds. Coming in the summer as well, so he just came in. Yeah, he just came in from the summer, yeah. So 6.8 6 million pounds, comparing that to Ederson, which is 40 million pounds. Capo, bro, 70 what? Yeah, Kepa's upwards of 75 million. Yeah, I, I think, think 75 million. And Allison was 67 million. So, if you guys want to compare this player with the likes of, you know, these names, he's very cheap. He's he's very very cheap and 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 yeah, he's been playing really well this season. His, his distribution is amazing. His shot stopping is amazing as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's doing very well and the fact that Wolves also play with a style of play where they don't have the ball a lot. They don't have the possession like the other team. You know, they they try to play conserved. You know, they they they, they don't they play in the counter attack, and they're good in transition. So that means um, Jose Saw is going to be more vulnerable to shots, and he's going to have to keep out more shots and more chances. So yeah, he's been doing really well this season, and and. And the fact that Wolves only conceded 14 goals this season as well is another factor uh, in his presence. You know, his presence is doing well for them. And, yeah, he's, he's only going better. Eight clean sheets as well this season. Eight clean sheets, yeah. Eight clean sheets, one of the most important for goal yeah. for goalkeepers. For I forgot Wolves to mention. Well. For like, Wolves as well, yeah. yeah. The, the top three are Ederson, 
and then Allison 11, yeah. and Ramsdale. So, yeah. like, and he's what? What place are you? Seven, right? He's eight. Wolves are eight. Eighth place, and his has eight clean sheets, which is yeah. amazing. For so me, I chose. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but for me, I chose. Obviously, Jose Sal was amazing and everything, but for me, this player, I just, I also, I would prefer him in my team, if you know what I mean. So I chose Aaron Ramsdale. I think he's been amazing since he came uh, in the summer as well. And he, he he's only 23 years old as well. And he has uh, nine clean sheets in 17 games. Arsenal were predicted to be like, at, by the end of the season, to eighth, ninth, bottom half of the table. And now they're, they're fourth in the, in, the, in the table. And he has, they're fourth with one game in hand as well. So I think he's been amazing. Not, the thing I like the most about him is, when he wastes time, you just like you know the ball comes and he just start, lies down on the ground. He gets it, yeah. Yeah, so I think he's not not just like an amazing goalkeeper. Obviously, we know that, but he's such a big personality. I feel like in the team, and so it's just amazing player to have in your team. But another player that that I was going, I mean, I wasn't gonna choose, but I think he's been amazing this season. Is is David De Gea? I think he wouldn't be talked about as that that much because of how United are doing this season. Because Obviously, they're not doing that well, as you can tell by their performances. But I think he he saved them from uh, like losing like a lot worse than they already are and going even lower in the table. So I think he's been he helped them a lot, even though it doesn't seem like it from where they are right now. So I think he him and Jose Saad, they were the two others that I would have chosen if I haven't went for Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah, I think De Gea was. You know, he he's played well this season. And there's a thing with De Gea, I don't know if you noticed. When United are playing bad, he's saving yeah, exactly. all types of shots. Left, right, and center. You know, he's, he's, he's up there in the top right corner, saving those amazing shots from the players in the Premier League. And, and yeah, they're just not playing well. But every time they're not playing well as a team, United, he's performing, like, amazing. You know, he's doing very well. And... When United are playing well, De Gea is having stinkers. <laughs> like he's not, he's not, he's not pulling them out of the bag. If you know what I mean, he's not saving some shots. He's making bad decisions, and yeah. But this season, yeah, De Gea is definitely up there. And there's also a, a shout here. You know, there's a, also a different player that we forgot to mention, and he's called Hugo Lloris. Now he's also got eight clean sheets, so it's the same as Ramsdale and the same. I think no, Ramsdale's got nine. Yeah, Ram- Ramsdale's got nine. nine. Seventeen matches though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hugo Lloris played 18. all games. He played 18. Yeah, 18 games. And yeah, he's got eight clean sheets as well. And But the thing is about Lloris, he had to deal with the manager swap. So, you know, it's a bit different style of play. He also needs to be on the ball more because uh, Antonio Conte likes to play uh, possession style football, playing out from the back. So he has to be um, he has to adapt to a new style of play. But yeah, Hugo Lloris is definitely up there. Eight, and he's, uh, eight clean sheets, and he's saved a lot of opportunities this season. And yeah, he's definitely up there for me. Uh, There's also Edward Mendy though, but I don't know. People, a lot of people are saying this season in the Premier League he hasn't been like as good as how he was like last season in the Premier and in the Champions League. But he's he's an amazing goalkeeper as well. I think he's he's just unbelievable. He's like yeah. I don't, I don't think anyone knew Edward Mendy. Yeah. You know before before he came from was it Rennes? I don't know if it was Rennes or it was just France. That's all. Yeah, I so it's 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 a French team. And yeah, he's come in, and he just completely took over that Kepa. Yeah, Kepa's yeah, Ren, role. Ren, Ren. yeah, Ren. He came from Ren, and he completely took over that uh, uh, Kepa's role. But this season, he's had a had a bit of 
Bad, no, bad moments this yeah, season. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a good keeper. I know. I remember they played against Brentford this season earlier, I think. And he's kept out a lot of shots. I remember that game. But I think, I don't know. that You, you don't make mistakes in the last minute against West Ham. Especially when if you're like the game. Chelsea. You know yeah, and, and he, I mean, they're challenging for the title this season. Yeah. I'm not sure, if, you know, like inside the boardroom and the coaches meetings with the with the board no, i'm not sure, if sure that's though. they won the champions league last year they all they want now is the yeah and, and they spend 99 million yeah on lukaku or 97 i don't so, know what's going on with him to ask yeah <laughs> so so yeah they, they, yes so they are challenging for the title and for them to lose against west ham in the last minute because of a mistake i think there was two mistakes but the first mistake he made was i think Jorginho had a had yeah, a bad yeah, pass yeah. to the back so yeah we got to give him there but he's definitely up there but i think you know Jose saw. I think he's performed better, and also yeah. Aaron Ramsdale. Oh, you remember that game where uh, they subbed on Kepa in the finals for the penalty shootout, and he saved two or three. Yeah, because apparently, he's apparently there's a yeah, th- th- there's they've been practicing you know penalties and 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 you know reviewing the stats and everything, and apparently Kepa's better at shot stopping penalties, saving yeah. penalties, sorry, than Edouard Mendy is. And the thing I like about Edouard Mendy as well um, is that. When Kepa was subbed on for yeah, that I was game, say that, yeah. yeah, he wasn't he wasn't like angry or or yeah he he, he didn't he, he didn't show an emotion of anger. He tried to support his yeah. friend. You know, he, he knows he knows what's best for the team, so he yeah wants, he yeah wants and, what's best. and I like that about him because not a lot of players are like that. They they try to get that position for themselves and they want to secure it and they don't want anyone to take it away from them. But the fact that Edward Mendy you know lets him come you know let him let him do his thing. And then they were celebrating together in in in, in the yeah, in, in the end as well, which you know shows unity as well. So, so our next award is the best under twenty three player. Now, before we get into this section, I want to I want you remind you guys that we also included players that are, there are twenty three year olds now currently. So yeah, take it away, bro. So for this one, I think. I mean, it wasn't that easy because there, there are two right backs that are unbelievable this season, and that's Reese James and Trent Alexander-Arnold. But I, I, I went for Trent Alexander-Arnold because not only does he have nine assists, and getting assists from a, uh, a right back is... I mean, like I know this is how fullbacks play at, at this time of football, but that's just amazing to get nine assists from your fullback. And also he has two goals, free kick against West Ham. And yeah, I, th- I think he's been, he scored a screamer as well, I remember the, his other goal. Yeah. So I think he's been amazing this season, and he's he had like a like a off, like a season where, like last season he wasn't playing that well, but it was mainly because of the injuries, he had to play uh, with Nat Phillips and um, Ozan Kabak, who just came in in the summer. So I think, so I think him playing uh, this season, yeah, he showed how good he is. So yeah, for me, he's the, he's the best under 23 player, but I, I was going to go for Reese James. He has four goals, so he has more goals, but he has five assists, which is obviously a very good. But I, I didn't go, I didn't go for him because he plays with a five at the back, and I feel like if you're playing five at the back, your defensive duties are a lot easier, because you know you have three behind you. No, but I I disagree because I think Reece James actually defensively. No, he's more good, sound but than, but but Trent Arnold. has to worry more about the defense. No, but I'm pretty sure Klopp um, makes sure one of the midfielders drop in that position. I've seen Milner. Or I think Fabinho drop into that right, right area in in the back, covered he like the midfield. Some of the midfield players go back and cover Arnold when he goes on these marauding runs, 
But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Like Reese James is definitely up there, but his, his, his defense this season like hasn't been that. I mean, to be honest, I think yeah. he improved a lot from last season and the season before. The people are calling him like he's not even a right back. You know, like there's Anaran Bissaka who's <laughs> he can't cross. Yeah, let's not talk about him. Yeah, he can't um, cross. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be honest, there's for me it's and and by the way we haven't seen either, each yeah. other's list as well. <laughs> we we made this list before before we came in here and record our first podcast, but. For me, it's definitely Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's just been amazing. He's his vision is crazy. Like I mean, this guy sees things that we don't we don't see. And I'm watching the whole. I'm I'm watching the match on TV, and I can see everyone on the pitch. And sometimes he pulls off passes, and the only player that can do that like him is I think uh, De Bruyne. Yeah, they, they you know, say they're the two. They're the two people who yeah. can only be able to cross. He them. reminds me of De Bruyne, and you know, like I remember Iniesta as well before with his amazing passes. Yeah. So yeah, he's. For me, he's the best under twenty three player, and and this season, Salah is playing well, and he he plays a role in that as well. Uh, Arnold, because they they have a good link up play, uh, in in the right flank, and yeah, he's just been amazing this season. I think Arnold, you know, and you know, I think did did, did did he play in the Euros or he got injured? No, he got injured in a friendly right before. Yeah, so I feel bad for him, but hopefully, you know, he's gonna come to the World Cup. Yeah. And he's gonna you know. Pretty perform. sure with this performance, this yeah, yeah, he's he's been. Yeah, he's been playing well. And one last thing before I go, uh, uh, before we leave this section, is he's going to get you points in the FPL. Yeah, he is, right? And this season, he's been popping. I mean, like, if you don't have him, it's a bit of a mistake. <laughs> but but he is going to cost a lot, so you're going to have to free, free up some space. Um, but, yeah, he's yeah he's doing well this season, and, you know. There's a player, though. And, oh, wait, one last thing. Sorry, 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 sorry. One last thing. He's also got eight clean sheets. Yeah. And people who talk about... I, I personally criticize him sometimes about his defensive duties, but the fact that they got eight clean sheets... And I know Van Dijk came back, but, you know, still they're still fresh, still coming back from injury. Eight clean sheets isn't bad for a right back at all. And, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, what were you going to say? There's this player. His name is Declan. Deckers. Declan Rice. This guy is crazy. Like, first of all, I forgot he was... I forgot he was 22. I thought he was like 24 or something because of the way he plays. Like, I think he's in. He's just amazing midfielder. I would love to have him in my team. He take def- defend like he defends very well. Goes up, gets assists. He sometimes even chips in with some goals. I think he's just. He's he's one of the biggest reasons why West Ham are doing what they're doing this season. So I think he's and last season as well. Yeah, last yeah. season as well. Like you're they're in the Europa League this season. Yeah. He scored two, right, in the Europa League? Yeah, he scored a, a, a solo run as yeah, well. Yeah, he's, he's been amazing. He has four assists in the Premier League and one goal. So yeah. I think Declan Rice, I, I know people think he's, he's a bit too expensive, obviously because he's from England, so English players. Homegrown, yeah, yeah homegrown. homegrown. But I think if you, if you want a midfielder who can do it, do it all, give assists, score goals, you should go for Declan Rice. So I think he's a he's an amazing player. But Trent is just top set for this list. And just on Declan Rice, he's also pressure resistant. I mean, every time he receives the ball under, under pressure... He just seems to wriggle out of it, you know. He's just, he's he's very good at uh, at um, close uh, and tight areas, you know, to, to to leave out of them. But um, yeah, he's yeah, like you said, he's been scoring goals, he's been getting assists, and yeah, he's he's a captain as well, and he's only twenty two years old, a captain, and he just turned twenty two, I think, right? No, no, he's he's turning twenty. Oh, he's turning twenty three. Sorry, so he's turning twenty three. He's a Still captain. Young, yeah, and, and he, t- he took over uh, Mark Noble's armband, and obviously, Mark Noble's, you know, he's been here since 
I don't know he, when. He didn't take over, though, because when yeah. Mark Noble comes in, he's captain. I think. I'm not too sure. About <laughs> okay, 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 I understand. But, yeah, so he's he's young, and he has that leadership as well in him. And, yeah, he's just a very sound player. Before we leave this topic, um, there's a player we forgot to mention, and he's only 21 years old. He's also English, and he plays for Tottenham. Oh. And that's Oliver Skip. And... This season, I mean, he's just coming into that Spurs squad and he's just been playing well. I mean, he's just been dominating that midfield, doing all the dirty work. He's doing, he's he's progressing the ball as well. I mean, a lot of Spurs fans were actually criticizing him for not uh, getting assists or scoring goals. But he's definitely improving in that area as well. I've, I, his progression has been amazing the last, you know, the last year. And last season, he went on loan to Norwich as well. And he's won the league. So that's only going to do him good because he's going to get all that experience of winning a title with Norwich. And yeah, he's been doing amazing this season. And there's a there's a thing I like a lot about Oliver Skip is that there's this, he has a signature move that I'm not sure if you've seen it. And I think I've showed you a video. You've seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen it. You've seen it, right? So he does this thing with the ball where, okay, look... um. The opponent player has the ball. He comes in, slides tackle, takes the ball, and makes the pass in the same motion while he's on the ground. I mean, if you haven't seen that, you guys better go look for that because that is amazing. And he's also faster than people think he is because I've seen him catch up with Adama Traore once and slide tackling him down in the Wolves game they had this season. But yeah, Oliver Skip is definitely up there. And he's also 20, uh, only 21 years old, so... Yeah, Oliver Skip is. So, yeah, something I want to add about uh, Skip is in in the Spurs side. There's there's a player who, everyone. I mean, not everyone, but like a lot of players, a lot of fans look at him and say like, what a midfielder he is. If you want someone to do all that dirty work, get the ball, pass it out, uh, like slide tackle, he doesn't back out. It's, it's Pierre. How did he come? Pierre Emil Hoybe. Yeah, you know that, the the best player in the north in the north London. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know about him. He has some uh, problems right now. I don't know about about me. But anyways, so this season I would say Oliver Skip has been the best midfielder in my opinion. I think he's he's twenty two, right? Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty two. Yeah. What a player he is, man. I think he, not only does he just get get like slide tackles and does all that stuff, but he's so he's such a confident player. He's so young and he's so confident. He's never. Like, he's never scared to do anything, you know, try long balls and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think he's he's not spoke about enough because he's, he's not that pretty player, you know, a pretty player who does, yeah, gets yeah. all the assists and all that yeah. nice stuff. He's more of, he gets the work done and, you know, builds up and stuff like that. So, yeah, and progresses the ball yeah. forward and, yeah. So, I, I, really like, I really like that player and I also like watching him as well, so. Yeah. So, for our next award, uh, it's the Best Manager Award. And I've got David Moyes. You know, West Ham manager. Uh, West Ham are fifth place this season, above Tottenham and Manchester United as game well. Game in hand as well. A game in hand. So yeah, he's. I think David Moyes is very underrated in my opinion. He's been doing very well with West Ham this season and the season before. Um, they've got Europa League and they were very very close to the Champions League last season as well. Missed out on the last game. Yeah, missed out on the last game, and you know this season they've been playing well and they've got injuries in the back line now so you know hopefully they get better because you know Cresswell I think Kurt Zuma and Ogbana I think his name is 
they're all injured and they're having a bit of a um, tough period right now in the defensive areas but yeah they've been doing very well this season and David Moyes you got you, you got to put this into uh, perspective as well because David Moyes isn't a manager with a lot of resources and a lot of players to work with now he's working with players that are people people now say oh he's got oh he got Suchek oh he's got Benrama oh he's got Antonio guys remember these players weren't even that good when he's come in you know he's he's been he's been coaching them and making them better you know he's been he's been he's been creating a system for them to play well and a lot of these players are system players but a lot of them are also natural talent but system players if you have a good system and you have good players who work hard you're gonna make a good you're gonna make a good team out of it so yeah that's what David Moyes is doing yeah and yeah he's, he's been you know making them play well making them link up and it's not like he can go out on a transfer spree in the market in the transfer markets as well so he doesn't have that kind of luxury you know he he, ha- he has to spend wisely and he has to put money on you know players that he really really needs like Kurt Zuma I think they bought from Chelsea and that was a good signing as well so yeah they, I think David Moyes is a very good manager in my opinion and not just not only is he a good like manager as in making them making players improve but he's also he's also has a nice style of play you know they they sometimes they defend but in transition they play this counter-attacking role where Bowden gets the ball and he starts sprinting yeah Antonio hold up play as well sorry really good. Jared Bowen Jared Bowen J- Jared Bowen yeah he starts sprinting with the ball and Antonio's running and we see Ben Rama Lanzini when they're when they're playing obviously and Fornals as well so yeah they they have some some good players obviously you know improved by David Moyes because they weren't on in that level uh, when before they've come in and yeah he's just doing he's just improving players dramatically and also the fact that he's been in, in the Europa League this season it's a new experience as well and and the fact that they have a thin squad like I've mentioned before means that he can't rotate a lot you know if he, especially if he wants to win games and the fact that he won the group shows they only lost one out of six yeah so they won the group as well they were first in the group and it just shows you how um hard working his team is and determined as well. and determined, determined yeah, yeah they're very determined and they work they run for their manager you know they work for him and they trust the manager as well so yeah that's basically why i've chosen david Moyes. now obviously there's there's um there's lots of pep guardiola as well but for me, I think if a team doesn't have that much resources and capability, uh, especially with the players that, you know, like I've mentioned, you know, Suchek, even Sufa, who players that came in from Eastern Europe, I don't know where exactly they've come in from. Came in from this country. Czech, Czech Republic, I'm right? Yeah. Are they? Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah Czech yeah. Republic, yeah, yeah. And they both played in the Euros. Yeah, so so they're both, you know, they've, they're both players that no one knew about. Yeah. And I think last season Suchek had seven goals or something, a lot, yeah, a lot of goals. He's playing DM with seven goals. You don't see that often. <laughs> yeah, and this season I think he's he's had a bit of a dip. I think they have a bit of a dip, and and West Ham also have this thing where they they don't beat smaller teams, but they're beating Liverpool and they're beating Chelsea. But you know sometimes it's hard to break down teams who play a low block. You know they just defend, and and yeah. So that's for me. That's why I've chosen David Moyes. So what? What manager so, do you have for the best? Yeah, for me, as much as I respect David Moyes, I think what he does with a team like West Ham is just exceptional. I think he's he's just amazing. But you can't you can't ignore 
Pep Guardiola. I mean, yeah, he's he's went to the final last year. This season, he's doing very well in the Champions League. Ten points clear in the Prem, even though Liverpool have a game in hand. But some say it's over the Premier League tie. No, nah, it's to see. It's, 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 <laughs> it's 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 like you never know what can happen. A team yeah, can, can drop off. You know, they lost to who did they lose to this season? They lost to West. They lost Spurs, right? Yeah, oh yeah, but that's the beginning of the beginning of the season. Yeah, but still, uh, anything can happen in, in 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 the middle of the season, especially when there's a lot of games. They have Champions League football to play, even though they have a very like big squad. Yeah. Some say their second team can win the league. Yeah, their B team basically. But you know, De Bruyne doesn't like when he's fit. He doesn't start every game. He's in the bench, and then they have Gundogan who starts, and then there's Phil Foden, there's Sterling, Rodri. there's Riyad Mahrez, there's Gabriel Jesus. Too many players, and, <laughs> and even Nathan Ake in the in the defense, he's he's amazing. No, but I, I personally don't really rate him because I don't think he's that level. I think there's a drop. He off. does well with a leader. He's, if he's playing with with a good leader, like for example, Ruben Diaz, it's only yeah, he's, he's he's a drop off. He's twenty four, twenty three. I'm I'm not sure, but I, I don't really I rate him highly. We don't rate Ruben Diaz. No, no, no. Ruben Diaz is elite. Oh. I'm talking about uh, Nathan Ake. Yeah, just but it's still like you know squad depth. Like yeah, squad depth. Yeah, yeah. Squad yeah, I know. Obviously, they have. Y'all can settle that. Oh, that player is just—I I don't know—and that guy. I forgot to mention him actually in the best player award because he's been playing very, very well yeah, this yeah, season. Yeah. Actually, he's—I don't even know what third he is. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, he plays right and left back. I think they put him. If they need a right back, they put him there. They need a left back, they put him there. So, yeah, he's just—he's an amazing player. But for me, I, yeah, I chose Pep Guardiola because he's just twenty-seven game, uh, twenty-one games, seventeen wins. He only lost twice and drew twice. You know, that's crazy. Says, yeah, that's that's mental. The last time I seen a team uh, do this was Liverpool two seasons ago, when they only lo- they lost. No, but one. they have a domi- They had a dominate season as well. I think. I don't know. I don't remember exactly when it was, but the one hundred point season. I think so. Yeah. No, but Liverpool lost once to Watford. Yeah, three 0 Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, that one. I don't know what happened there. But like you know, when a team doesn't lose, that just shows how. You know when you when you already know you're, for example, like six po- nine points clear, ten points clear, you start to like yeah you start to yeah, yeah, yeah so, uh, it's fine if we lose this game we're still there you yeah, know we're yeah, still on top yeah. top but they're they've been doing very well you know Pep like he's like yo you guys need to keep winning if you guys want to win the league and also win the Champions League win the Carabao Cup they're not even in it right they're, they're knocked <laughs> they're, out right they're knocked out the yeah, Carabao Cup but anyways like you know they they, they want to win the Champions League obviously because they've been winning the Premier League for I don't know how many times but. Obviously, they still want to win the Prem, and I think what he's been doing with with uh, Man City is amazing. Even though I know that his team is just he has the best team, to be honest. Yeah, sure. They're they spending like I don't know how much money on this. They're team. spending fifty million on left back. They, sp- they they spent one billion overall on defenders. That's crazy. Like, bro. <laughs> but but to be honest, they're like they have so much money where it's like we spend until we find the right guy, basically. Yeah, that's kind and, of but, a cheat code. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, we're not here to talk about how much money they spend. We're here to talk about how good their manager is, and also yeah. big, big players like this being able to coach them is just shows you how good of a manager he is. So yeah, to control their egos and so yeah, yeah. And you know, like if you're, for example, if you're, for example, Riyad Mahrez, like you're, you know how good of a player you are, scoring almost every single game in the Champions League, and he drops you. You know, a lot of players would be like, "Why are you dropping me for? Like, I, I'm such a good player." But he, they, they all like respect and trust him as a manager. He rotates the squad, getting wins, and yeah. So it's like it's a, it's a very like, I feel like what he's doing with City is very, 
you know, like, not something other managers would do. That's why I really respect what he's doing with them. So, so yeah, I think he's the best manager to see uh, so far, like, this season. And I, I, there's also a thing about Pep Guardiola as well, where he, they won the season last season, right? They, they won the, sorry, they won the trophy, the Premier League trophy last season. Yeah, yeah. And this season, they're first place, likely to win it. The fact that he's got them two seasons in a row, trying to go for the title, trying to work hard, trying to trying to play well, it's not a simple task. Because I've there's a lot of teams which who drop off when they've won the league. It happened to Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool had injuries, but you know, it still happened to them. It also happened to Chelsea, and I know they won the league after that. I think I think Conte helped them win the league after yeah. that. But yeah, so they've won the league. I think with Jose and then. And then a season they didn't, and then again they came back. So it's hard to keep up that, that um, consistency. That, yeah, that consistency and that level, the high yeah. level of, of performances. And yeah, he's he can just make them play well, and he's just making them focus. You know, he's just making them hardworking, and he's also motivating them as well. So it's what well, one last like very very important thing that we missed is he plays without a striker. Oh yeah, how can I? Yeah. So yeah. we got. He had Aguero, obviously, but Aguero was getting old. He, he didn't start every game, but he's playing with other strikers, playing with Gabriel or Bernardo Silva. Or even De Bruyne. Phil Foden as well. Uh, Phil Foden. Uh, any player. He's like, just do this, do that. So I think what the, the system is playing, the formation is playing, being able to to like play such good football. Like Everyone likes to watch City play, even though they don't like playing against them. Watching City, the football they play is just, it's just amazing football. And, and the way that he... He like sets up the team and everything. I think, I think he's the only manager who can who can you know do do such things. So so I would respect him for that. And I think he's so this season. I think he's he's the best manager. And the only thing he's missing is the Champions League. Yeah, they yeah. they had a quarterfinal curse. They broke it. Now it's a final curse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, enough about managers. Yeah. <laughs> Our last and final award, midseason award in the Premier League so far is the best summer signing now there's a lot of candidates for this one and yeah bro it's it's, it's your turn <laughs> <laughs> so for this one personally I had I, I had a lot there were a lot of players I could have chose from there were a lot of signings there was obviously the goalkeeper I chose Aaron Ramsdale it was summer signing summer Jose signing. Sauce summer yep. signing so yeah and there's there's also um, before I I, I uh, tell you guys who I chose. Uh, there's three players I want to mention that are very, I feel like underrated. Not not underrated, but not spoken about enough this this season. And I think they've been amazing for their for their clubs. Firstly is uh, Kurt Zuma. I think yeah, he's, for West yeah, Ham. Yeah, he's, he's, he's injured currently, but yeah, when he came in, you know that defense was very very good. Like that was one out there. Like uh, I feel like they they're just doing amazing. His he left Chelsea, came here, and people kind of forgot about him. Watching West Ham play, just he's he's just an amazing, amazing defender. And I think, yeah, I think he's not spoken about enough because who really goes and checks out West Ham's, you know, defenders? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think he's been amazing. But there's another defender who, who's been just, what a signing Liverpool made, Ibrahim Konate. Incredible. He came in in the summer, starting almost every single game alongside Virgil Van Dijk, and he's. Pace, he got pace, tackling, passing, dribbling. He's tough as well, very physical. He's very young as well. He's 22. 22 years old, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think Klopp made a really, really good signing, and that saved... I mean, yeah, because Joel Matip always gets injured. I feel like he's, he's very injury-prone. So, so signing Konate in the summer, 
and he's being able to gel into that team that quick and perform at that level, even in the Champions League, I think his that was just an amazing signing for for Liverpool and yeah, and he also for himself for his own career. Uh, the just just yeah. on Konate, sorry, the fact that a lot of reporters and journalists and even pundits were criticizing Liverpool for not signing Opakamano, his yeah. his compatriot in, in in Leipzig, I think it was. Just shows you how Liverpool function. You know, they they have a very good scouting network, and they know okay, Konate, these are our needs, and he checks all of them. Yeah, and how, how he works for the club yeah. Yeah, for Liverpool yeah so so the fact that they chose Konate over Opakamano now I don't know how to pronounce his name sorry just say Dayot bro that's his first Dayot, name okay yeah Dayot, Dayot so he's yeah they, the fact that they chose him and now he's been performing you know yeah. putting very good performances together yeah it's just great to see yeah so and, sorry 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 before, before even in the Champions League he stopped the likes of Zlatan Ibrahimovic and He's Zlatan, starting every game in the Champions League. Yeah, so Zlatan Ibrahimovic actually, you know, praised him after the game, telling him that, oh, look, you, you did you did well against me. And I think quiet, he gave an interview. Basically. And yeah, he just said, Yo, you kept me quiet and, you know, you got a long future ahead of you. And, you know, he's congratulating him as well. And yeah, he's wishing him, like, good luck for the rest of your yeah, Very young your player. So. Yeah, so that, that's only going to do him well and give him more confidence. So yeah, that, that's actually a class act from... From, from yeah, Zlatan. Zlatan. Yeah, that was really good. So, yeah, th- the last person that uh, I, w- I wanted to talk about is um, Tomoyasu. He came in the summer as well, I think. What what a right back. What He's, a right back. In terms of defense, I think he might be up there with the best defensive right backs in, in, in the league. Yeah. Not I, I'm not going to judge him right now, but so far he's been amazing. He's he, That right side, nothing happens there. <laughs> Nothing yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's he true. He just tackles he, everything. You see that throw-in place? You should, see, you, should, you should probably check out how many throw-ins they have from there. Always tackling, getting the ball away. He's not, he doesn't back off from any tackles. He's, yeah, he's He's, he's good at diags as well. Yeah. He has those very Dribbling nice... Dribbling going forward. I think he's, yeah. he's a good all-round player, but it's just... I feel like it's just Arsenal and... They're, they're doing well this season, but obviously if they were like, like up there first, second, third position... He would be like even rated more high, more highly. But I think he's he's been doing amazing this season. And the, so. and the fact that he came from Bologna as well in the Italian league, yeah, he's coming, you know, summer signing, um, new league, and very it's very fast paced. You know, you yeah. guys have to understand that the Premier League is is very fast paced compared. And now I think Syria Syria this season is also a bit fast paced, but not like the Premier League. The yeah, Premier, Premier League standards, top, top, yeah, the top league, the standard of of physic- physicality and the fitness you need to have. To play in this league is, is 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 very very high compared to others, so the fact that he come comes in, you know, he's playing some good football, and he's also good at defense defending as a unit, not like Juan Bissaka is only good at one 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 v ones. He's uh, Tomiyasu, I think, is good at he's good in one v ones and good at, as as a leader in the, in that defensive line, and like defending as a unit as well. And he he can also play a right cent, cent uh, right uh, yeah, footed center back. He doesn't have a weak foot. Yeah, no weak foot and. Yeah, he can also play that right center back role if if needed, and yeah, he's he's been doing very well this season. You know, you know how old he is for Arsenal. He's twenty three, yeah. and he's yeah, he's also twenty three years old. Very Japanese good. international as well. Yeah, right now he's injured, but and he also got an assist this season. So yeah, I think he's he's done. He did all he could for for Arsenal. And I think he really paid off. And he's gonna improve, I yeah. think. Yeah, in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so now moving on to who I chose. <laughs> now, to be honest, 
the more I think about I think about like this player, I regret choosing him. But at the same time, if if I'm basing it on individual performances, I think he's 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 the best summer signing. If it's in in terms of individual performances, and that's because I chose Cristiano Ronaldo. I think si- summer signing, and you know, to be honest, I I always say this. I'm like I think to be honest, I think this signing wasn't really a a, a coach's signing. I think it was a more of a club signing. Yes, yes. Because if you have a legend and he's going to a rival team, City, you would obviously you would bring him here and obviously he's good for the business, sells kits and everything, stuff like that. So it was it was more of a I, I feel like it was more of a club signing because at the same time I personally, if I was a coach of United, I wouldn't want Ronaldo in my team. I know it sounds a bit mad to say that, but I wouldn't want Ronaldo because he's such a big big he's the best player in the world. Him and he's like. Uh, best debated, arguably the best the player best in the world. Player, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, like a player like this, everyone is gonna try to like surround, like you know, play with him, like give him the ball, you know, play around him basically. That's why. That's why I think having a player like this in a team isn't the best option. I think Cavani was very good as well. So, but anyway, I think he's the best summer signing because he got eight goals, three assists wow. for United, who's their seventh place. United are seventh place. So, yeah. to be honest, he's, he's so many clutch goals for them. If if he didn't, I feel like if he wasn't here this season, I mean, or if he didn't score for them this season, they wouldn't even they would have been even lower in the in the table. So I feel like that he he kind of saved them from being even worse than they already are this season. And also in the Champions League, he has just like Mohamed Salah, he has more goals than games. He has five, a uh, six goals in five matches. So. I think in terms of individual performances, he's been amazing, and we all know, we all know how Ronaldo plays. You know how many goals he can score. So, for me, he's the summer signing for me. I have a very different um, approach to this to this um, player this season. And don't get me wrong, Ronaldo is personally my favorite player who ever played in the football uh, in in the football world. But the thing is, the thing is, I I have with Ronaldo is. Yes, he scores goals, and yes, he scores goals anywhere he goes. But that th- rhymes. Yeah, he doesn't. He, <laughs> he doesn't suit how United play. To be honest, I, I feel like United are more of a pressing side. They're more of a pressing side, and they're more of a direct side as well. They like to you know get into the box as quick as possible using the attackers as their strengths. And I feel like Ronaldo just doesn't. I don't know what he doesn't provides that um, hard work and and. And that effort, like like Cavani does, and and there's a clip of Cavani running at the keeper to just just to put press on him, and the team wins. The actual team wins the ball and scores a goal from it. And Ronaldo doesn't do that, so I don't know. I, I feel like your first your your first line of defense is the attacker, is the striker, and if the striker isn't doing their job, the whole team can fall apart just because of one movement. And football is a very very intricate sport, and it needs everyone to work hard and everyone to work like a well-oiled machine so if Ronaldo doesn't do his part in that in that uh, team anything everything can fall apart so yes he scores goals and yes his individual performance are good but I still don't think he's the best I still don't think he's the best um summer signing but yeah it's, it's a good shout nonetheless you know he's yeah he's scoring goals and he's doing well but United really have to fix their season yeah I mean if they don't then 
they're gonna really miss out on the not even Europa League. N- yeah, not even the, you're, they're they're gonna miss out on the top four because I think Spurs are playing very well this season, especially with, with Antonio Conte and and West Ham are doing well, like we said. Arsenal, Arsenal as well. Uh, I think they're the dark horses definitely because not a lot of people expected them to you do well this season. No one expected that. Uh, so yeah, and and they've also got a lot of a lot of pressure because they've signed the likes of Varane, which cost how much? Forty, fifty million. Yeah. Sancho with seventeen million. Eighty five. Eighty five. Sorry, eighty five million. No, I'm sure about that. Yeah. Like, Some, yeah, like upwards of six seventy million, and then Ronaldo. And then Tom Heaton, I think, was a free transfer. I don't, I don't know. Ronaldo's wages. That's the yeah. Thing. That's the thing with Ronaldo. Ronaldo, it's Ronaldo's wages. So yeah, it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of pressure in in the board, United United's board, and they need to, they I don't know what they need to do. But Ralph Ragnick isn't isn't doing it for me this season. I don't I don't, I don't think they're gonna get t- that top four position. But obviously anything can change, and maybe one signing they can make in the January transfer yeah. window that can also take everything. Also teams fall down as well. And yeah, and, and teams might not perform as well. So yeah, that's that's one to, to keep in mind. So. My best summer signing, and I'm surprised you didn't choose this player. I mean, for me, I, w- I was kind of, you know, contemplating and looking for players to 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 uh, put forward for this award. But it's it has to be Emmanuel Dennis. It has to be him. You know, he's been an amazing player for Watford this season. I, I mean, he's he scored eight goals and get and got five assists in 17 games. And those 17 games, you have to you have to. You have to remember that they're not all starts. Sometimes he's coming as a sub, and he scored important goals as well. He scored against United, I think, at Old Trafford. He's also scored against Chelsea and West Ham. He's not just a goal scorer as well, I'm, and he's he's also very like versatile. He plays in a center forward position, a striker, but he can also play left wing and a right wing. He can play all those three attacking roles, and he's fast. His hold up play is amazing. Uh, and just to top it all off, he's only three point four million pounds, bought from Club Brugge in the Belgium league, and yeah, he's he's amazing. And and the fact that he only cost less than five million, and he has eight goals and five assists this season, is crazy. Seventeen matches. Seventeen matches, yeah, and and he's just been amazing for 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 Watford this season. And and Claudio Cla- and Reni. Re- Renieri, Claudio Renieri, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Claudio. Claudio, yeah, Claudio, <laughs> Claudio is is re- is gonna be really happy with his performances now. You know, yeah. especially with him, you know, scoring goals against the top sides, and yeah, he's he's just great. I mean, there's there's only good things to talk yeah, about this yeah. guy. So wait, just real quick, I just have to apologize. I totally forgot that he was signing the summer. I, I was like. I, I know like if if I knew he was signed in the summer he was the first but I wouldn't even have had to check out Ronaldo's stats I don't know whose stats any other goalkeeper because if you're playing for Watford and you have eight goals and five assists in seventeen matches players who play for like Liverpool okay not players who play for a lot better teams aren't even sniffing the stats he's getting right now yeah that's true so so I think. Uh, like what he's been doing is exceptional, I think, this season, and especially for his team. So yeah, and one more thing I want I want to say about him is, playing for a team like Watford, you don't expect to create that many chances. Yeah. And he's created twenty three chances for for Watford. That's that's crazy. Yeah, twenty three chances for a team like Watford is not. 
It's not. It's not. It's not the easiest thing. The so. only reason he's not getting assists is because the chances he's creating, not a lot. The, not a lot of them are, you know, putting it back in the net, and that's not his fault. But you know, but he's still doing his part, you know, and creating chances. And some other thing, I'm. I'm not sure if you guys are stats, people, <laughs> but, I really when I looked at the stat, I I really like tried to understand it and and brought it forward because it's very. I don't know. It's very important in my opinion. It's because he's got 73% shot accuracy. Which shows that he takes less shots but scores when presented the opportunity. And that means he's clinical, basically. You know, he's very, very clinical. And he's scoring them goals when he gets those chances. And, and, and that just shows how clinical he is. He's, he has a 73% shot, shot accuracy. And, yeah, that's just amazing for, for a player that plays in Watford, like you said. Yeah, 17th place and... Burnley, place, Burnley yeah. have a game in hand, so they can even go drop down into that relegation zone. So, being able to score eight and five assists for a team that's fighting relegation is against big teams. Yeah, well, I haven't seen that before, to be honest. Yeah, and before we finish up this section and wrap up the podcast, I have um, a player which we didn't really talk about, and it's Demari Gray, uh, which was was had a very very bad dip in form. Uh, in Leicester City and Leicester City actually wanted him you know they didn't want him anymore they had to let him leave and he went to Bayer Leverkusen Bayer Leverkusen Leverkusen sorry and from that from there he came in the summer to Everton now he's only scored I think six five or six goals but they were all very important and I remember I remember one in, 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 in particular against um, Arsenal which he scored in the last minutes of the Wrapped game it. Top. Yeah, wrapped it Tobbins as well. Ramsdale didn't have a chance. He was rooted to his position. And yeah, he's been scoring amazing goals this season. And, and yeah, the fact that he's, you know, had a bad dip in form and now he's he's showing the world what he can do, I think is very, you know, yeah. very inspiring for for, for, Player for young players as well. So yeah, yeah, you just like you said, right, young player. He's only 25 years old. Yeah, he's and still young, yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but he doesn't have a weak foot as well. He, he plays with both, both feet. He can play that side of the left right cut in with his left or right so yeah any player who doesn't have a weak foot is dangerous yeah that's true he's a defender's true. nightmare yeah it's kind of like Usman Dembele but my brother gets injured way too much <laughs> so yeah he has five five goals two assists for Everton Everton are they're not doing yeah, well should we, should we talk about Everton real quick bro it's a long day bro. yeah Rafa Benitez is having he's having power <laughs> honestly yeah. he's not doing really well and Everton fans want him out I don't know if I can blame the manager though because I mean, obviously, yeah, you can, You have to blame the manager. Like, it's obviously part of it is his fault. But how how can he win win the Champions League with Liverpool and against that AC Milan side and come to Everton and do this? Unless he's doing it on purpose, there's no there's no other reason he should be playing like this. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes you know, sometimes especially when players miss penalties. I mean, you can't blame the manager on that, surely. Yeah, like a lot. Of, yeah, like when when there's like a last minute penalty and you miss it or. Or like a very good opportunity, or like a one v one, or you know. they miss, and then the fans start singing about the coach. Like, bro, come on! I don't, I don't, I don't respect that. But you know, but he's still doing. I don't think he's doing. But yeah, well. you can't, t- you can't take away the fact that they're, they're really bad. Yeah. Including the manager and players, they, they haven't been doing well this season. So they're fifteenth. Yeah, currently, like, w- bro, what, with what? eighteen points, Crystal Palace, Brentford, a, a newly promoted side, even Brighton, which personally I love watching, are all above them. Which is it's crazy to see how, how, yeah, how they're performing. Yeah, how they're performing is really bad. So um, yeah, last player, last player before we go, 
Uh, Ma- it's, it's, it's called Maxwell Corney. Now he's he's come, I don't know, from Lil, if I'm not mistaken. He's coming from Lil to Burnley for about, around 50 million pounds or less. And he scored six goals this season for a side, for a left back. Remember, he's a left back scoring six goals for Burnley, which don't even play... Nice. Ten matches. You, you know not much people play ten matches. Ten though. matches as well. Ten, ten matches. Six and ten. And he's six a, he's goals. A six goals and ten matches. Yeah, he's, he's a fullback. He's a, he's a left back and he plays in in Burnley, a side who just hoofs the ball up. You know, they just... They're... I feel like they're just... Bro, they're just vibes. I feel like their, <laughs> their defense is like good because that's what they did, defensive football. But after they get the ball from the defense... Bro, they just hoop just, it along. Yeah, they just, just hoop go along and now. hope for the best. Yeah, and then they just, 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 just count on Chris Wood. Now Chris Wood is leaving. I don't know who they're going to count on. Yeah. But they just count on... I think Barnes is still there. I'm not sure. They count on um, Chris Wood to hold up the ball and wait for Dwight McLean on the sides. But still, Corney, he's, he's, he's doing well. You know, it's a good summer signing for them. Burnley did well, actually, in trying to find this player. You know, they, they, they've taken a chance and it's paid off. And yeah, he's scoring goals, and he's also scored a free kick as well. If you guys didn't see it, very nice. And yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> it's, it's a very spectacular, actually, free kick. Yeah. So, I guess that wraps it up, right? Yep. I think that's that's it. So, if you guys are still watching until now, I w- I I want to personally thank you for for staying here appreciate until it. now, and appreciate <laughs> it as well. And I think we'll be uploading next week. Yeah, there's and a lot going on with the transfer window right now, transfer window, especially in Newcastle. Transfer window and also the matches coming, the North London derby. Yeah, as well. So yeah, hopefully you can, you guys can you know, tune in next week as well. And yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast and see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>